Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, are my comrades, my best pals, uh, the dynamic trio, the three best friends that anyone could ever have. Uh, I'm running out of a three-man uh, three band. Yeah, there we go. Crab uh, uh, D, or, or, is there any other three-man group? Well, well dy- dynamic trio don't don't work. It's got to be like the uh, trinamic trio or something. What was that movie with uh, Jamie Foxx in it when he was uh, when he was flying the plane? Was it Stealth? What what did they call themselves? They did they call them like they called themselves the Trinity or something? The, the three pilots? I can't remember. I know, but that makes that makes two of them. Is it another anyway? One Jamie Fox movie? Anyway, Fox. yeah, because Jamie Foxx <laughs> was putting out some uh, some stinkers. Uh, but yes, Rebellious D and Double OT Terrific Crab. How are you guys doing today on another brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, baby? Ooh, we in we in Stealth Two coming out. <laughs> Ooh, Trav got the hell. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We ain't in planes no more. We in choppers. So D, uh, before we started recording, because he said he was playing uh, uh, Dave Gone. I said, I said, remember the cutscene where they showed Trav? He was in the helicopter. And he said, don't worry, D, I got you. And then Trav started leaning the helicopter forward. So that way the blade was cutting up all the zombies. There you go. So, did they do that now, in Army of Thieves? I can't remember if they did. or. But we have a brand new episode for you guys. And we are ready to get into it. So before we get into today's episode, please make sure that you rate and you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow Oof. us on Spotify, leave us that five-star rating. Trav, what is it? Five stars? Five stars. Steve, five what is it? Five stars? One, two, three, four, five! Ooh, I feel it oh, in my Oh, I bones. thought your boy was on to hit with that. But yes, leave us them five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and let us know why you love us. And if you don't love us, let us know why you don't love us so that way we can improve for you guys. So with that being said, here's a word from our sponsor. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. All right, guys. So there is a ton of stuff that has happened over the course of uh, last week and whatnot. But the one thing that I want to talk about first, I want to talk about some positive first. And that is that new My Hero Academia season six intro. I don't know if you guys have watched the new episode yet, but they got a new intro. They got a new outro. And in my opinion, it is the best intro and outro that they have had in a long time. The season four Polaris song, that was my number one My Hero Academia song. But now it is this song is called... uh, Eva. No, 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 I'm sorry. The artist is Eve. Uh, I don't know what the song is called. I didn't. Hold on. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. The artist is Eve. Yes. The, Eve it, came the, back. The song is called Bokurana. That is what the name of the song is. And pretty much in the video, 
it's showing that Deku is a vigilante now. He's off on his own. And his friends are trying to get him back. And, you know, this is so relatable because it's like Deku, you know, he's always trying to do the right thing. He's always trying to help. He's always trying to help, help people out. But now he's in a situation where it's his fault why Japan is in the ruin that it's in right now. And the song was beautiful. The opening scene for the intro was sweet. And then the outro was sweet, too. And what I loved about the outro was it showed Deku from when he was a kid. And it showed everybody that he's seen in his life. And it, it showed, like, all of his friends Did his it show family. him crying, though? You said what? Did it show him crying, though? Yes, it showed, it showed it him. Uh, it showed <laughs> him. Uh, no, it showed his mom when he was crying when he was pointing at the computer. But... Yeah, man, it's a sweet outro, and it's it's very sad. And I uh, I really I really enjoyed the episode. I just think that it was dumb that they did a recap of everything that happened. Right, oh, like, that you was know, the first episode. Was a recap episode. The first episode of part two of season six was a recap episode of everything that happened, and part one of season six. And I'm just like, we we just literally saw everything that happened it did have some new stuff in it but it was more of a filler episode but next week um it's going to be a better episode but yeah we had that um i think we already talked about bleach and all that stuff but man like i'm yeah. still i'm still watching bleach episodes and everything um bleach goes hard nowadays yeah but no that i just wanted to talk about that my hero because it was just sweet and i'm like everybody that's watching it right now Y'all are in for a treat for what's about to happen oh, next yeah. because there's just so much cool stuff that's about to happen. And I hope that you guys enjoy it when y'all do watch it, when y'all get a chance to. Um, but since I, you know, started off with something good, uh, D, do you yep. have any good news that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, the cops finally found Michael. So I thought that was something <laughs> y'all really bond on. There ain't no finding Michael. <laughs> Michael <laughs> find you. Yes, uh, uh, <laughs> so I'll Michael, be in contact. So is Michael the new Chuck Norris joke? Ah, uh, Michael. No, but um, one thing that me and Trav really talked about together the other day was some of the uh, up-and-coming movies coming out. And I think Trav already knows where I'm about to take this to. But that new Dead Rise, and, I mean, uh, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. I mean, hey, Dead Rise is a great game, though. Never played hey. it, played. Yes, sir. Unlike the movies that they tried to make off of them, not so good. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> Yeah, those, but that uh, that Evil Dead Rise. I don't know if you had a chance to check out the trailer, Banks. But me and Trav, that's what we're talking. You know, about. Banks don't watch trailers. Yeah, I don't watch trailers. You missed the that. only tra- the that's only trailers I watch are Marvel and DC. Those are the only trailers I watch. That's but, interesting. But yeah, anyways, because it's, yeah. it's like you already know what you're getting with that stuff. Like I, I love to be surprised with you know all of the other stuff because if I would have saw the trailer for the for a lighthouse I would have probably never went and saw the movie I just wanted to go see the movie because Robert Pattinson had been announced as Batman and I was just like well let me just go watch this well movie you saw and- the trailer for for M Thregan for who M Thregan oh yeah Mag- that's what they hey, because that hey because that was funny and when I was watching it that was movie funny. that movie was hilarious they like everything that happened in the trailer happened in the movie and I laughed when I saw that um but no, D, the ball is uh, on for you right now. And I'll talk about Megan later. What is that? Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, the ball's mine right now. But <laughs> I just wanted to talk about, uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to talk a little <laughs> bit about that. 
Trav, what were your thoughts on the Evil Dead Rise? What what, what do you think? First impressions? I thought it looked badass. Right. So That's my one. My first impression when yes. they showed before that trailer, like two days prior, they had dropped like a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. And the teaser was kind of doo doo. It was just the daughter walking up to the door, looking through the the hole, Peephole. and seeing her smiling. Yeah. But it it actually going to the mall. I was like, that's kind of that's kind of lame because if you seen the Evil Dead remake that came out in 2013 or whatever, that yeah. was a good movie. The makeup though on her was like scary, like yeah. she, like legit yeah. scary. I didn't think she looks that scary. But then when I saw the trailer and I saw how gory it was, I was like, okay, we getting back to what makes Evil Dead so good. And that's they use a historical amount of blood in these yeah. films. Yeah, I actually thought that this one looks as far as like a sequel or remake. I actually like the, the direction that they're taking this one. So compared to the what 2013 one or whatever. Whenever that yeah. album came out, and yeah. I, I like that, bro. You can hear, you can hear all the crazy stuff going on in the background. What's going on, D? You okay? But, yeah, man. Um, I think sorry. But um, I, no, I like that these Evil Dead remake things is mm. a completely different story and feel than the yes. original. I cannot stand when they try and redo classic horror films uh-huh. and they just suck as yeah. we've seen it multiple times with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yep. Nightmare Before uh, Nightmare Before I Christmas, mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. Kind of like uh, it don't work. Yeah, the, the Child's Play remake or whatnot with um the I the I the, Chucky yeah. doll or whatever. Yeah, that but was it's just... the, but it's still virtually the same vibe of a movie. Yeah, and but you're not work, gonna... these ones are completely different. You know, they went more just straight horror than they did comedy. Yeah. And it's like, okay, because you're not going to be able to top what those original three are. Yeah, exactly. Plus, they got a very successful show on Showtime with yep. Ash vs. Evil Dead. So, yeah, make completely new movies. And I like that they're doing that, bro, because they're more horror based than like a black comedy yeah i mean i I, it's just so risky when you're trying to revamp or you know play off of a a classic franchise it's just always risky when you're talking about those you know especially the big three i mean it's just most of them miss bleach one piece and whoa yeah how'd you know (laughs) no i mean like friday the 13th texas chainsaw massacre and friday the 13th i mean uh nightmare on elm street yeah Friday the 13th and uh, Texas Chainsaw Master. I just feel like those, you know, look at what we've gotten over the years. You just got to be careful when you're, you're touching us. Even Chucky now. I'm not a fan of, That you new know, season too. Ooh. Yeah, I just, Tough yeah, watch. I'm good. Yeah. Y'all tell me about it because I was <laughs> out. <laughs> Y'all looked Tough over, watch. the seat was empty. <laughs> well, I will say that, uh, like, when I saw Megan, I gave uh-huh. it a 7 out of 10. Um, I thought that it was what the Child's Play remake should have been, but um, I I enjoyed Megan a lot more than the Child's Play remake. But the only thing that I did not like was that it, while it did have gore in it, the mm-hmm. gore scenes that they had in it were cutaway scenes. And I found out on Instagram that um, there's going to be a director's cut that's going to include like the gore stuff, but. 
I'm just like, well, why cut it out of the movie in the first place? Like, were they trying to, you know, get a target audience, like get a younger demographic in there and do the cutaways? Because I don't even know what Megan is rated. Is, is it rated R? It's, PG, it ra- it's a PG-13 film. Oh, then there, there you go. So no, it's probably no. going to be... They did that with The Invitation, where they put out The Invitation PG-13, but when it went to VOD, you could get the rated R director's cut that uh, featured the sex scenes that they cut away and some more of the graphic, gory vampire kills that they had that they okay. cut away from. Well, and Megan, there's only like five death scenes. So, uh, and like the two, the two people that get killed, it's like, they, it happens in the snap of a finger, you know? So, but I, the, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed Megan as, as a villain. It was like everybody that was in the theater, like nobody was screaming because like they were scared. It was more of a, like they were shocked because like the, it did have a lot of jump scares, right. you know, just oh. seeing. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. So I, I want to piggyback when you're finished with that statement though. No, they, I was just going to say, I mean, other than that, I, I thought the story was good. Um, it's, it's it's definitely believable because of the world that we live in now um, when it comes to these toys and everything like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, D, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say, since we're here on this topic, you know, kind of, you know, diving into horror, it's just when you have films like that, when it's all reliant on like one, like um, on a doll or whatnot, or not necessarily a doll, but like kind of like how the orphan was, you kind of expect or you're you're kind of more ready for a jump scare opposed right. to something like The Conjuring where it's really played up. You got the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's a she's a, a life size creepy doll. Like what would you you know what I mean? Like aren't you expecting her to just jump out or say something crazy? It's just um it's harder to play that stuff up, man. And and like I said too, um basically it's the same thing as the Chucky, but I think it it doesn't have the the child's play uh logo attached to it so it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the same thing well except, yes go ahead no i was just gonna say like you know it is like tucky but it's like but it's, it's kind of like term it's kind of like terminator as well with skynet because <laughs> i was i was about to say yeah. annabelle i was about to say annabelle but um but no, yes. but Mac, but Megan became self-aware because like they mm-hmm. were just learning so much stuff, and that's the reason why they were doing all of the crazy stuff that they were doing. But yeah, like I said, it, it was a good movie. Like I, I highly recommend it to mm-hmm. anybody that wants to see it. Like just don't go into it expecting for it to be this big budget horror. Movie. It's, it's just a really good horror movie, and that's it. But um, you know, talking about movies recently. It came out that The Rock went above Warner Brothers and had a meeting with them uh, as he was trying to, you know, get some pull or something. And, uh, you know, Black Adam still being a part of the DCU. And they're just like, nah, like, nah, like you can't go above people's heads and whatnot just because you're The Rock. Or, or can he? I mean, he could. I guess I don't know. <laughs> he needs. To, he needs to be real careful with what he's doing. Is what I would say about all that. But this is like, bro. I honestly, I kind of got to disagree. Okay, go for it. Because he's the Rock. He don't got to be careful. Uh, nothing. His his numbers prove for themselves, bro. I that, mean, that's fine. But it's that's fine to be a big name, and you can still that. What does that mean? Because you can still have people disagree with the product that you start putting out. 
is yeah, what I'm I just saying. Know that like studios, he's the rock, but it's like but studios he's got, know. He, but the thing is, a lot of money with Black Adam, that's fine. Right. But there's still disagreements on the direction of the movie, bro, and what he wants to do with Black Adam in general. Look, yes, WB has this problem with pretty much uh, everybody, uh, so that's why I'm going to side more on the Rock than I am Warner Brothers because. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and they say had it, this problem with Zack Snyder. Well, yeah, they ain't helping themselves. They, had, they, they got your boy Ezra Miller. Dude, I mean, and we saw what sort of things have taken place on set, and they they kind of try and sweep well, see, things under the rugs. They're talking about some they want to go forward with Ezra Miller. Yeah, what, I saw that. In what, world, in what world do you sit down as a board and say, that's a good decision? Well, um, y'all already know my views on that clown. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not going to keep uh, beating that damn horse. But, my but thing I'm just is, saying, if these are the people that yes. The Rock went over to talk to somebody else, I go over their heads too because they clearly incompetent on making good uh-huh. business decisions. Well, the, the thing is, I mean, Warner Brothers has made moves um, as far well with the, you know, James Gunn's hiring and all that stuff. But my problem is still the same. I need, I need consistency out of them at some point in time. If that means firing part of the board or what, whoever's running the place, fine. Because this is going to end us back in the same scenario, bro, where DC projects aren't moving forward. It's just we're going to get what? We're going to get a Black Adam 1 and 2, and then The Rock's something's going to come out saying that he's out. I mean, that's, we've already gotten that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm not this a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. It's just DC and their and their damn problems. And this I, why, I don't know this how why we really stick to Warner it. Brothers DC animation. Yes. Right um, speaking of which, since we're right here at this point, I did have a chance to finally watch that uh, Green Lantern animated film that came out a little bit ago. Um, yeah, was it called Beyond the Power or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I I liked it. I liked certain aspects of it. Um. But I wasn't a fan of it just felt like how they redo Superman and you still get the same kind of villains. It's like they expanded a little past the Sinestro stuff. But for the most part, it was like, oh, big surprise. Sinestro is one of the main uh, antagonists of the film. It's like they kill me with not being able to move past certain things. Yeah, it's like. They have the whole uh, brightest day, darkest night set. By far right. one of the sweetest sets. Why is that not animated? It's just, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's, that's, that's, that's the problem I have with these guys. It's stuff like that. Well, I think they spent, what was it, eight years, nine years, giving us those 20 whatever movies it was yes. you know, for their Dark Apocalypse War timeline. I know they've kind of started this Tomorrowverse stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I know for a lot of the upcoming stuff this year, it's really kind of random movies, kind of like Batman the Dune that came to Gotham. They're giving us like mm-hmm. Batman stories that haven't been told yet in animation. We're getting that Ruby Justice League. I don't know if you've ever read any of those comics. No, and then they're yet. giving us the Justice League War World stuff okay. that we're getting so i think going forward they're just kind of giving us random uh elseworld i think is that what's called banks elseworld yeah i, yeah. Think, right, yeah. I yeah. think they're just elseworld, giving us yeah. elseworld stories yeah. now 
because they've already given us those nine years of the from Flashpoint Paradox, the Dark Apocalypse yeah. War. Yeah, so they're trying to do something new, and, and I'm I, down they, for that as yeah, long yeah. as and it ain't fun. as long as it ain't as bad as um, Injustice because that movie sucked. That movie was terrible. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. It's just um, I don't know, guys. DC needs to get their stuff together. Yeah, but, it's uh, just. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good, Max. Go for it. No, no. I was just gonna say, man. It's like the, just the whole stuff for Ezra Miller. It just rubs so many people the wrong way, yep. and it's just like we gotta let Henry Cavill go. We gotta let this guy go. We gotta let yep. this guy go. Well, we're keeping Ezra Miller, and everybody just wants to know, like, what does Ezra oh, wow. Miller have? And people are saying it's because of his mental. Well, sorry, it's because of their mental health and um, their oh, mental health. You. They're, they're like they're getting they're getting help now. They're going to therapy. So I feel like if Warner Brothers were to let Ezra Miller go, they would get a lot of backlash because Ezra Miller has said, "Hey, I'm suffering from mental health, and y'all didn't help me out in any type of way. Y'all just fired me." And you know, some well, people some people will use that. You know, I, that's I fine, can't. but he's got. You know, he's had restraining orders put on him. And you know what I mean? And this is before, I guess that was, that all that stuff happened before he even came forward with the mental health uh, excuse, as I'm going to call it right now, because that's not, bro, if you beat up a girl, you beat up a girl. You know what I'm saying? If you slap an old person around, you slap an old person around. It's like, you need to be removed until you can deem yourself worthy of coming back, is how I look at it. What? Are, okay, so they're keeping him on board. You know, it's kind of like condoning a bad kid instead of disciplining him. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so they let him stay because he says he has quote unquote mental health, which people have. I get it. But what happens if he does it while he's still under contract? Is it just going to be okay? Or is he going to tell him, hey, guys, remember, you gave me a pass? Yeah, like, or does something like, worse. That's what I'm saying. Like, wrong yeah. is wrong, I thought. I would remember. Mm-hmm. This man kidnapped. I mean, Guns? I don't know. I don't know if kidnaps the right word because I don't <laughs> know. They never really released the details on how these situations came to be. Yeah. But, but we know that this man was in a house with guns and children that aren't mm-hmm. his children. That's all. Guns, bullets, weed. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's kind of like, remember the Robert Downey Jr. thing where, you know, they found him in a random 10 year old girl's bedroom. Because he was drunk, he went into the wrong house and was just in this little girl's bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you still got to be held accountable for for yeah, that because that you do and don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like I just don't. And then you know, it's just it's interesting how it's almost baffling at this point how they are reluctant to release certain people. It's kind of weird. Like you know, it's like. Whereas in most cases, most, you know, you have some projects where somebody does something wrong or instances under Warner Brothers where certain parties get removed immediately because of accusations. But then these people have concrete evidence of them doing stuff wrong and they're still there. I mean, I just don't, I don't really understand it, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't know the, um, Mm uh, the truth to this banks i don't know if you can testify for this but okay there's there's rumors that ben affleck um henry cavill and uh i don't know why i can't think of wonder woman's name right now yeah um 
that you know they're, they're potentially going to sue WB for damages done to their career over the last ten years because that. they turned down. I did hear about that. Actually. Well, that's because they've turned down roles and other projects because they were working for that D- in to do this Warner Brothers stuff, and they just didn't do anything. So you know they're allegedly going to sue Warner Brothers for stuff hurtful to their career. And remember, The Rock is the one that kind of hooked up them with Gale, you know, from the and, well, he's got good franchise. relations. He's got good relations with Henry Cavill as well. So he was actually um, speaking of that. He was credited for you know getting Henry back into conversations with them for sure. And now it's like now he's gone because they want to take. Superman back to formula like Norman Osborn said. I just don't, you know, it's like, back to formula. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's just crazy that they just can't get anything right. I just don't. Yeah. Shouldn't we be seeing, uh, I don't know, some of the other villains from Superman, especially by now? It's yeah. not even like they just focus on giving us his biggest villains. That's literally what they did instead of anybody else. Well, we got that Blue Beetle coming out soon, so oh, we're going to yeah, see that how that's, that's going to be. That's positive. Yeah, we got that coming out. It, it's, it's a couple of... Uh, they, uh, the Shazam movie is still coming okay. out. What else? Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> that's uh, all Aquaman's the, definitely coming out, but... It, bro, I forgot all about it. But Aquaman. what does it mean? Well, it don't come out till December. Yeah. Yep. Next so year? And, we literally have a whole year. Not yeah, this and, year. Well, yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah, banks this year. This like, year, you know, remember we in twenty twenty three. But I'm saying it don't come out till December, the so virtually year, a whole year from now and is when we get this. Flash, when's Flash come out? What's the release date on that, Trav? Do you know, bro? It just said twenty twenty three. We don't know. <laughs> what well, I don't know if it was supposed to be June, you know, May, going for a summer box office blockbuster release. I don't know, but um. I know we ain't getting Batgirl. That's all we know. Yeah, of course, man. I really wanted to see Batgirl, too. Um, there was a video game. Oh, I recently played Sonic Frontiers. a really good game. I'm it really is a good game. It's yeah, a great I mean, first attempt at them transitioning. New. Yeah. I love the open world stuff, and then I love that they go back to the classic stuff with the levels and whatnot. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, I feel like there was a another anime or movie that was announced or something recently. Because I kind of want to move away from the DC. Oh well, stuff. Tokyo Revengers just came out. I haven't watched the first season episode two. yet, but season yeah. two of Tokyo Revengers yep. just came out. Your boy mm-hmm. is ready. I'm not there, but y'all can talk into that if y'all like. I know? mean, that's it. You know, it's only one episode. I haven't. Um, I haven't even watched it yet. Well, one thing, try. What was the other movie that we were talking? Oh, was it the uh, the Nicolas Cage movie? Oh yeah, a uh, red, a uh, redfield. Redfield, yeah, oh, yeah. Nicholas Cage really and uh, our boy Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I thought that was him. Yeah, he's a, is that the, he's the same guy from uh, Warm Bodies too? I don't know if y'all yep. ever saw that movie. from Warm Bodies. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. There it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he just did uh, the menu. Which is on HBO Max. Oh yeah, and if For you sure. have, and it's on Hulu. If you have HBO Max, I I watched <laughs> it the other day. It, it was okay. It was okay. And right. that's, again, that's if you're into that kind of humor where you're not sure if it's supposed to be funny or not. Yeah. Um, and that's just one of those kind of movies. So it's a niche film. Yeah. So for being a niche film, it still did, you know, almost 80 million at the box office. I enjoy the menu because it, it deals with a lot of stereotypes. And, you know, with me cooking for as long as I did, mm-hmm. you know, I can really relate to some of the, the phrases and, 
uh, perspectives on some of the dishes and stuff like that. So I thought it was interesting, but you know, yeah. it's very, um, very uh, specific type of film, you know, either you get it or you don't, or yeah, it might make certain people like it more than others, you know? So, and also too, the people that listen to the podcast on a weekly basis know mm-hmm. that we do dive into sci-fi a little bit and we're finally getting that um, alien series that yeah. uh mm-hmm. sir ridley scott is doing himself so i like Did that you? ridley scott has came back to the alien franchise mm-hmm. you know kind of full time and uh, i'm really excited about that show and because it's going to be the first alien show or movie or anything that takes place on earth like present day like in our timeline quote unquote oh yeah because they can they can keep that alien versus predator that's for sure I kind of liked the first one. The, yeah, the first one was okay, but yeah, the second, second one was... was, was second uh, one was yeah, I wasn't But a we've talked about that with Predator movie. I put the more blame on Predator than I do Alien. Because yeah. there's more there's more air, Alien films I enjoy. And there's bad ones, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Predator pretty much is all bad. Yeah. Except for Prey and Prey the first was one. Yeah. The first one, yeah. And Prey I, was a good uh, return to uh, the franchise. Yeah, you know? but... In our lifetime, the Predator movies that they've made, trying mm-hmm. to reboot that franchise, they've mm-hmm. all failed. Well, I enjoy uh, the Predator. I think it came out 2012, I think. I, is that the one that's called Predators? Yeah, where they're in the mm-hmm. uh, jungle. Yeah. Yeah, that one was okay. It, but it's it, like you watch it, it once and you're like, okay, I don't yeah. know to see that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to go watch it again. No, I, I agree. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good, but it it is. It's a really good year for anime coming up too. It's super stacked. Yeah, we talked about it last episode with all the stuff that's coming out. It's just it's going to be a really stacked year for stuff because stuff's starting to come back now from the pandemic. So I feel like everybody's starting to unload the chamber a little bit and start releasing everything that they've been working on. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, Chainsaw Man just ended too. Yeah. Like that's and. That finale was fire. It was a really good uh, final episode. And do you know that, if that's the end of the like? Did they do the, the full manga or no? It's the end of part one. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean, well, I'm assuming that this it's either the end of part one or it's the end of season one. But it was ten episodes. No, I'm sorry, it was uh, twelve episodes, and each episode was good. I want to say it's one of the first animes to have a different ending for each episode and a different ending song theme song, which I had never seen before in an anime. Have you guys? What? Um, Hold on. There is, yeah. I've seen, you mean like cinematic stuff? No. no like, like the, each, each, in, each outro for Chainsaw Man is a different outro and it's a different song for each episode. I feel yeah. like there is something else There's in recent. Yeah. I feel like there is something else in recent memory. Uh, my mind is taking me to um, Basilisk, but I'm not. It's been so long since I watched it. Um, there's an anime like there's that else. Lee yeah, George, ahead. you know, former guest of the podcast, Lee George, did hey. was in an anime, um, and, and also has Deku, uh, Justin. Rimmer. Oh yeah, wasn't that wasn't it like uh, music? Wasn't it a musical or it, no? But, it wasn't a musical, but it was based around music, kind of like. Imagine if my hero, if all their quirks were based around music. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But 
that was one Lis- where listeners listeners thank you i could not think of the name of it yeah that was a really good anime where it, every song was a different theme song and then if i've ever seen high school of the dead every song is a different song as well and i like that they did that with chainsaw man too because there's a couple songs on the chainsaw man anime where them openings or the endings for that one is fire boy great i enjoy enjoy it all have you ever seen the anime where it's like uh, they're trying to get it's based around like a, a small gated community. There's zombies or some form of zombies outside. Well, that's high school. They did. No, no, no. But it's like I can't think of the name of the lead character. She's like immune to the virus. I can't think of the oh. name of it. That one has different. Um, it was on Netflix a while, like a year ago. But it was uh, that one had different outros, too. I can't think of the name of it for life of me, but it's a, it's, it's based around them trying to get this train up and moving. And that's their main way of transportation and getting resources in and out of their community with the zombies outside. I can't think of the name of it. So that's on me. I'm sorry. Or I'm trying, to think. I'm trying sorry, to think. I didn't I, mean to go quiet, but I was looking. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Bro, is it called, this is a crazy name. I'm a butcher it too. Yes. But. It starts with a K. Cat, yeah, Cabinera of the Iron Fortress. Yes. Bro, this looks flames. It's on... Um, Is it still up there? It says it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, actually, I think I watched that on Hulu okay. at the time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. One, it's on Crunchyroll. I believe Roll. that has... I'm adding that to the list now. That looks flames. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. It's a been holding sword. out on you, boy. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sometimes you just put something on and just, just kick back and watch, man. Well, that's what, again, yeah, we I go back to... Uh, I can't wait to get your perspective on it. I was going to say, there's just so much content, right? We yeah. talk about this all the yep. time. That that's why the last, of us, the last of Us is coming out. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, this week. Yeah, The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, the 15th. Yeah, yep. the 15th. Woo. Yeah, that's going to be hot flames. Bro. Oh, yeah, and then you had uh, uh, Kenny Omega. He was at Wrestle uh, Kingdom. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know. Sephiroth. He came out mm-hmm. to Sephiroth. Which I think he had already done before. Yeah, but not. he didn't come out with the actual song. Yeah, he didn't come out with the one 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 winged one angel. angel yeah. song, which I don't know how much they paid for that, you know. Oh, uh, I don't know either, but I'm pretty sure they found something out. And then also, you know, uh, Velma season one came out, and I, getting and I are you guys going to check that out or y'all good? No, I'm good. I've seen enough of the reviews to be like, yeah, I'm good. I was never interested, anyways. What was it? The Velma, the, the Velma. Velma TV show. Come, come on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of mixed reviews, and you know why. I don't or see no mix, mixed reviews. Not, I see not, everybody yeah, I saying see it's all negative. Not mixed reviews. I, have, I haven't seen I mean, anybody say anything positive. Yeah, about. the perspective is pretty straightforward. It's just, I don't know who that, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to change everything, and that's always been my thing. And when it comes to changing the gender, um, sexuality, or any of that of a character in general that has been around since at least the 90s, you know, and, and so we have so much content on these characters and backstory. Just make new characters. I don't understand why they have to change classics. Are they just scared? They think I would be more afraid of me changing Superman to, to make a Superman gay or bi or whatever. Um, I would be more afraid of that flopping than making a, a, a brand new character. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I what think are we doing? Because- the studios are scared to do something new. But yeah, they don't but want to take scared, chances. But they're not. But they're taking a a bigger chance or risk making classic characters change who they are. Well, again, as we like, know, are we serious? No board of directors has anybody with common sense on it because they all think they're too smart for their own good. 
and that's just yeah. What well, happens. they make you know, decisions. you know, I know we moved away from the DC part of this um podcast, guys. But one thing I would love to give Marvel credit on, regardless of my feelings, I talked to Banks about this earlier in the week. Um, my feelings on their shows and some of the directions they take and the characters that they're spotlighting. I can give them a lot of credit for focusing on new ethnicities throughout their universe, you know, and I, I thought that that was um, a brilliant business move. Yeah. You know, they're just expanding in some way or another. And it's, that's, that's what you got to do. Wow. We talking about expanding. Yes. Vince McMahon right. is back in WWE. Oh my God. I forgot. <laughs> you really? know, we could, we, and we at the end of this thing and, uh, <laughs> we could, we could end it without talking about that. And, you know, a lot of people are pissed off and, you know, it's crazy because like a lot of people that are back in WWE now, they were all talking bad about them. You know, like now that he was gone, like, you know, things are better. Yada, yada, just bad. But now he's back, and we all know that Vince is petty, and he's going to come for that. You know, you was talking about him. Don't think that he didn't hear. Wow. Uh, so I'm not familiar with – did he just leave, like, retire and come uh, back? He, got, or caught was up, there he got caught up in a scandal. He okay. got caught up in a scandal. He got caught up in multiple scandals. But multiple essen- scandals. Essentially – Yes, he had people. This is what he says. He had people in his corner that said the best thing for you to do for yourself in the company is to retire. Then when he retires, Uh I guess he's thinking about it, sitting at home. And he says, actually, they gave me bad advice. I'm coming back now. He holds majority stock. He kind of kind of do what he wants to do. So he appoints himself. And two other people. So pretty much two people on the board are going to be fired. He's bringing on these other two people. And they're trying, they're trying, quote unquote, to sell the company. Really? So he's trying to sell. Uh, he's just trying to sell the name of what WWE is. Kind of like how Lucasfilm sold to Disney. Yes. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. So back in the day, Trav, um, speaking of Lucasfilms, he had his own um, – Prop and I guess like props and effects company, uh, Industrial Light Magic. Right. Does he still own that? Do you have any idea? I have no or idea. Or did he? Yeah, that's where Adam Savage actually worked under him okay. you know, for the company. That was his one of his, you know, the companies that he did work for and make his name off of. I was just thinking about it the other day because we all know, you know, Lucasfilms, he sold that to Disney. And I was like, does that, are they part of the same or is that two separate things? I was just wondering. If he's still grabbing any uh, income or you know royalties from that, oh stuff. no, he's he's paid for life for he gets royalties. Well, yeah, come on, bro, it's, it's, these it's sort George of things. Lucas, but like, he just has no creative decision making uh, involved in any input, influence, nothing of the sort. No word, word. Yeah. Okay. So, well, but yeah, we'll see what I. I th- it's going to be crazy if WWE gets sold in a. I you would assume right. somebody like NBC. Who Peacock already invested a lot of money in the just having them on their streaming service. You would think uh-huh. NBC would be the front runner to buy it, but it's definitely going to be a multiple, multiple, multiple billion dollar deal that's going to make Vince McMahon one of the top five richest people in the world for sure. If this thing exactly, goes. yeah, so. Yeah, with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to a brand new episode. And, uh, you know, hit us up in the emails, Instagram, Twitter, 
wherever you can reach us at and talk with us like you know so that way we can you know put some of your questions up here because i know we haven't had any questions in a while the email is um at leveling up uh, at leveling up bb at gmail.com and with that being said Trav, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you that's right i'm on the instagram at ck audio i'm on the twitter i am on the letterbox i am on the tiktoks at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-C-K and for Letterboxd my very first 2023 release I saw the new Scott Cooper Christian Bale um, homeboy from uh, Harry Potter Harry Milling who played uh, Dudley Dursley I thought you were about to say homeboy from Outer Space <laughs> <laughs> the pale blue eye bro it's on Netflix it's a real I thought it was a really good watch yeah I know exactly what you're talking about Trav. I thought it was a great watch bro if you're in the gothic detective Poor A. This movie is for you. D? Hey, and as always, you can find me at Rebellious Double underscore D23 Instagram.com. Your boy has been watching that Indiana Jones running it back. Classics. Hey. Straight classics. But if you need a hero, thanks. Where can they find one? And to piggyback off of you, D. Uh, they just added the uh, Rocky collection to Netflix. They did. And, I saw and, that. And, and your boy, your boy is on Rocky too right now. And just like Rocky, you can find me, the uh, American Stallion. This guy. <laughs> but yeah, you can Oof. find me, your hero, Benjamin Bank, at King Benji underscore Bank on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Bank. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this brand new episode. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Bank social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to us. It is at Leveling Up Bank. And if you are feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks on Patreon. And just thank you to our patrons for donating to us and, you know, keeping us around for five years. We really appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody that listens to us each and every week. We really do. And with that being said, keep that pinky up. Stay positive. My birthday's coming up soon. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.